Juggling Podcast number 48, British Juggling Convention Review. So this is actually a Sunday afternoon. We're going to be heading off uh, very, very soon, going home. And this is some reviews that we recorded uh, a few days ago and a few minutes ago. So I hope you enjoy this, really. No more introduction needed. But, uh, yeah, this is mine and Polar's views on the British Juggling Convention in Doncaster 2008. So here we are at the British Juggling Convention, and this was going to be the podcast where we kept up to date with everything that we went through. But here, Polly and I, I say hi, Polly. Hello. And uh, oh, there's Daniel over there as well. Daniel, podcast favourite. You always seem to be sitting next to us when we're doing stuff. Say hi. Uh, hi. Um, and here's Flo as well. Good night. Uh, Flo was just saying, hey, someone come up to me and say, are you Flo? Yes, you're Flo. Oh, no, it was in his workshop. He was just running a workshop. And he said, I'm Flo. And they said, you're the Flo off the podcast. And we thought that was very funny. So if that was you who said to that to Flo, we found that very funny. Anyway, so we all arrived ages ago because uh, we've not been keeping up to date with the podcast. Because uh, we've been a bit busy. Yeah. So we got here on the plane and hired a car and went up. And it was really good because um, I, I saw my grandparents for the first time in four years because they lived near and the... And I saw them for the first time ever. Yeah, because uh, they lived near, somewhere near the airport, the Luton airport we came into. We hired a car because there was five of us coming up here. Um, me and Flo and Jörg and uh, Petra and Paula and, yeah, me. And that was pretty cool. So we got here and... Uh, and Luke decided not to tell them in advance. And I thought they'll... I mean, yeah, my I grandmother almost my grandmother almost had a heart attack when I turned up. She was like, oh, I can't, I can't breathe, and she couldn't breathe, and then she couldn't work out who I was. Um, she was like, Nathan, no Luke, which is quite funny. But we've not met, we've not met my grandparents for quite a while. So she thought we are thieves. That's why she was so out of breath. Well, the thing is, my grandfather five people. We arrived there. Well, my grandfather said, oh, your grandson's here. And she thought I was Anthony, my, uh, another one of her grandsons who lives around the corner. Anyway, so that was quite interesting. So we get here to the site, and the site is pretty good, isn't it? I mean, there's lots of camping outside. A bit rainy, but I guess yeah, that's a bit not wet. the site. Yeah, it's not the site's fault. That's just the time of year's fault. Um, but there's this absolutely huge hall. That's where we're sitting in at the moment. And um, we were going to do this podcast recording a few minutes ago, but they were testing out the sound system. Because not only is this the main juggling space, tomorrow, on Saturday, they're... Uh, closing off the entire hall and doing the technical setup for the main public show at the same time as the games are happening in the park and the parade to the park and that kind of stuff like that. So this is good. They've got the um, lots of squash courts for, for workshops, which is pretty fantastic. Um, we've done a few workshops in there. Uh, well, I've done a few workshops in there. They had the, the swamp circus tent for renegades, normal stages, and... Uh, oh, was that Ratter? <laughs> okay, sorry, I just can't breathe. So... Uh, well, it might not have been Polo who just farted because there are like 400 other people in the room. So it could have been any one of them, but it, it smells really bad over here at this second. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, yeah, and the, the British Young Juggle of the Year show happened in there. So um, so that's pretty much the venue, isn't it? Oh, no, there, then there's because it's a sports centre, there's a swimming pool, which is really cool. Ice skating rink, which is pretty cool, which I've not been into yet. Lots of venues and stuff. But we've Polo. been into the swimming pool. Yeah, we went into the swimming pool. Because um, that was pretty, that was uh, good fun as well, the going down the slides. Not quite as cool as the Tropical Island Convention, to be honest, with the swimming. A bit dirtier, yeah. and a bit smellier, and a bit colder, and... Oh, ah. 
but it we we have a higher standard now. Yeah, after going to Tropical Island, we want swimming pools like like heated swimming pools and stuff. Tropical Island should be the last minute convention place when people are like, oh, let's do a convention in a month. You can you can just say everybody meet at Tropical Islands and it's like the perfect place. Yeah, that's got much better than um, Doncaster. Anyway, yeah, that's where we are, Doncaster at the Dome. The dome. Actually, I was really disappointed with the dome because I was expecting the convention site itself to be like the like the Millennium Dome, this big dome thing, and it's just a sports hall with a small dome on top, which is a bit of a pity. Yeah, but at least it's lit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's flashing. Can't see it from the inside, but there is a flashing dome on top. So, so that's the the convention site, I guess. Um, and uh, Paul and I were in a, in a hotel room, which is pretty nice as well. And so the first night there was um, like an opening show. What happened on the first night? This is ages ago. That was Wednesday night. Um, they, and they had this. I didn't go to uh, They had a renegade show, but because they only have license for music outside up until 11 o'clock, they had to have like people, everyone was singing along to provide the soundtrack. So there was lots of Bohemian Rhapsody going on, lots of other weird songs, which was pretty good fun. I did some table tennis stuff. Uh, then yesterday, on Thursday, my brother and uh, Shona and their children uh, came along. And this is uh, a more family kind of stuff going on for. For me and Polar, and uh, which was great for them to hang out. And in the evening, there was no show, and they'd paid fifty pounds for the two of them to get in for a day ticket. Twenty-five quid each for the day tickets this time around. And so three kids. And three kids as well. Hanging out in the gym, like taking all the props and putting them somewhere else. They were very they entertaining. They did exactly what I hate about kids. What kids at juggling conventions that you hate about them? Yeah, they pick up a club, think it's great, go to the other side of the hall and drop it there. That is true. Yeah. And they did exactly that with everything they could find. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what else happened last night? Oh yeah, we, we, I, uh, there was no show on, but then there was a like a random last-minute show, so organised uh, by nobody with no with no host. It was just one of those spontaneous kind of things in the swamp tent. And because Nathan and Shona were here, I, I performed for them really, so the kids could see me perform I for the first time. I didn't see the performance. Yeah, but Paul has seen that late. show before. What? Wait a second, Daniel and Polo are now whispering. I think they're actually playing a game where they're taking the piss out of every single person that walks past. And it's, it's very It's not funny. a game. What is it then? It's reality. Oh, okay, so they're worth taking the piss out of all this time. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so... Um, oh, and then afterwards, Polo and I, we got together and we organised the BJC Fight Night. Yeah. And Polo and I hosted it together, which was all right, good fun, so I could join in. And we marked it up and there was people like Aaron Greg he's one of the guests here he was taking part Flo and Jurg and um, The Void and Rob Fire and lots of other people took part and I was there as well so I made it this um, this whole uh, tournament and we're going where's Wes Peden because Wes Peden's been around as well and we couldn't find him anywhere and it was all last minute we only announced the tournament like 15 minutes beforehand we were setting it up and then last minute he comes along and because I was organising it, I made sure that I was the last person in the first round against yeah. someone else. Later, them called uh, are they, are the people called him Jason Garfield. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Let's get to that in a second. So, Westbeen comes along last minute, and I was the only person. There was me and a guy called uh, Joe, and we were the only people who hadn't fought yet. So, for West to win himself a place in the, uh, the round of 16... Um, he had to either beat me or Jamie. So I said, okay, I'll beat him. Me thinking, Wes is going to knock me out, no problem at all. He's going to take my place in the tournament, go through. It'll be entertaining, so it's fine. Yeah, go through and maybe meet Aaron Gregg or Flo or someone like that in the in the final round. And so we went up against each other, and I thought, oh, Wes is going to beat me. But I wasn't going to take it like sitting down, laying down. So I just went for it, and I beat him. And it was like probably the highlight of, of all my... Um, combat t- like a combat f- 
fight night kind of experiences was beating West because last year he completely said, oh, that was another one of the 400 people in the room has just fired again. Wow, Polo, you really need to go to the toilet. <laughs> anyway, so then as it went on, the, the fight night went on and in the end I was up against Aaron Gregg in the final round and I won. And like Polo said, um, two people individually, like independently of each other, came up came up to me and said, you get the Jason Garfield Award for organising a competition and then winning the competition um, in, the, in the same time. So it was quite interesting. But I had a lot of fun. Polo was hosting along with me and she did a good job. I can entertain myself. <laughs> Great fun. Oh, and we've been drinking a bit. I thought I'd just mention that. So that was Thursday. Thursday was pretty good. What else happened? Friday. Friday, I wasn't doing anything now except doing a British Young Juggle of the Year show, so I pretty much missed everything happening on the, on the Friday. But British Young Juggle of the Year, thoughts, Polar? Really good. The, the level of the show went up so much compared to the last two years or the last three years. Yeah, I've been, because uh, I've been sort of like, I, I said this year, okay, come along and I'll help out anyone. So if you've got any questions about the routine, and I sent out lots of emails and stuff like that with advice about how to put together a like, good routine. And they, they're doing it. They're not just getting up on stage and randomly juggling to music. Every single one of them had something else in the routine. Some And in, costumes. Yeah, and, and costumes. Music and music. Yeah, like, like so, properly sorted music and properly sorted costumes and characters. Um, Favourite in the act in the show for you? Um, I really enjoy, enjoyed Sarah doing yeah. her act. This is Sarah Biscop. Sarah Biscop. She didn't have a costume and she didn't have a that strong stage character, but her, her technical skills were just fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and a, one second, I'll just say a comment on Sarah. She, uh, she entered last year and it was, it was all right, but not that great. And now she's got really, really good at ball juggling. And... I'd say it's probably the most technically advanced and varied and interesting ball routine um, so far in the by Jotty. And, it, and it's a girl. And she's dominating the, the guys there with, with the ball juggling, in my opinion. All the other guys who did five balls, they pretty much did a three-up pirouette, and that was it. If next year she'll have a costume yeah. and be a bit stronger on stage... She'll, she'll do it. She'll do well, I think, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, uh, Freddie Sheed, he did really well. Um, a bit of a spoiler here for anybody who doesn't know yet. He won the uh, Judges' Choice Award. He won a silver uh, medal, a silver award. And he won, what else did he win? Oh, yeah, the Audience Choice. He won the he title. Won the two biggest yeah. awards. Yeah, so he, um, he looked out there. Well, not didn't look out. He had a great costume. He came on and, and did this sort of comedy walking around the stage in the style of Michael Jackson and then juggled some balls and clubs. Sorry. Very funny stuff. Uh, uh, but uh, AD did well. He got Silver Award, too. He came out and he did uh, his impression. was not of Michael Jackson, but of Bono. He was baby Bono. And anyone who knows um, AD knows he's a big fan of U2. So he did his U2 impression oh, on he's stage. He's actually a big fan. Yeah, he's a huge fan of U2. Oh, okay. And that's why he was doing all the, the, the Bono posing. the piss one. It is, in a way. Uh, it, so we had a Michael Jackson piss take and a U2 piss take act. Um, both of them who did really well. Uh, my favourite act, though, was Luke Holgarten. Now, Luke came out on stage last year. And yeah, that, that would have been the second one. Yeah, yeah, and Luke, he sucked big time last year. He had, like, 22 drops or something like that. I can't remember exactly how many drops. And he did this ball stuff, and it was a bit... Uh, a bit, uh, a bit this time he just decided to juggle less. Yeah, and but he came out, and it was a really good routine. He had a fantastic character. He came out with um, dressed as a clown, and he did this... He did his with a hat and stuff. And then the music cut out and he sort of sat down and took off his costume and sat, looked at himself in the mirror I think didn't he yeah, had to drink 
the typical thing image that you have of a clown like yeah. oh they are funny on stage and then they yeah. are just these racked characters at home yeah. being sad and then yeah Moby Track comes on and he juggled some really nice like what lots of one club two club three club juggling four clubs and the best thing about it is that he picked up five clubs twice to have an attempt at five clubs and he didn't he just put them down straight away the coolest thing about that is that Tom Derrick, uh, who's a contestant for the past few years, he was the stage technician, and there was this whole thing about a table built out of clubs, and I just said beforehand when they were setting up... stage comedian. Yeah, and uh, I just said, this isn't going to work, find something out. But, and, so, of course, it didn't work in the right thing. I'm so glad we had that piece. It yeah. was just... And so it just became a, it came a great comedy piece between Polar, who was hosting the show. I forgot to mention that. Polar was hosting. She was doing all the introductions of the uh, Young Jugglers. It was my first hosting ever show. Yeah. Except Fight Night, but that's not really a show. Yeah. Um, so there was her and Tom, and they got this great rapport going towards each other because Tom kept on coming on and putting pegs on Polar's back. Um, and Polar put the peg then back on uh, Tom's back. Anyway, with this table set up for the start of Luke Holgarten's act, um, it was just going completely wrong, and it was really funny. So... While um, Luke because I confused him so much, he couldn't do it at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might have got it. Yeah. But then he was so so scared of not getting yeah, it. Yeah, this is uh, like don't don't worry, no pressure. And he was like kicking it over. So in the end, Tom didn't set the table up. He just held the tabletop up and left the clubs on the ground. So he was just sta- sitting there on stage as Luke Holgarten's prop stand. Uh, he was, and it was so very very funny. funny. So Luke comes out on stage and he's got this clown costume on, but people aren't finding that funny. They're finding Tom and what Tom and Polar did. And then he was sitting there trying to do this whole straight face clown acting and everyone's pissing themselves laughing because Tom was literally kneeling beside him holding a, a table with a with a bottle of a whiskey and a glass on it and stuff so the uh, the the comedy from Tom really infected the comedy of the clowning that uh, Luke was doing it really get great for a great act I thought he was by far the most interesting act so if I wanted to see any act again I but definitely want to see he was also lucky about his table he was lucky with the table but it, and it, but it worked well but like I say, any act that I'd want to see again and is that he, one. He did win a convention award. But yeah. did you hear that he just won it with his living table? Really? <laughs> yeah. So they want him to do that again. Yeah, yeah. so Leicester, Leicester Convention booked him. And, um, and Crawley Convention booked a guy called Ruben from Cambridge who did some really funky three-ball juggling. He also won the uh, uh, three-ball best trick competition along with Zach Turner, who was doing... Um, uh, three Diablo continuous feeding the sprinkler, whatever you call it, I'm not sure, feeding the sun thing. So the uh, audience went wild for both of those tricks. They split the money between them. And that was it, really, for this evening. That was the British Young Juggler of the Year. After that, we've been practicing. I've, I am actually uh, taking part in a show tomorrow, doing something in the public show, um, which I'll do an update again which, for the end of the convention. Which will be a surprise. Which will be a surprise. Um, Hopefully a good one. Hopefully a good one, yeah. And actually, as we're talking now, they're setting up the main stage for tomorrow, and it's looking pretty funky, actually, isn't it? Um, I don't know why they've cut. They've cut off. They'll have a backdrop, a black. Yeah, they see that. They see this black backdrop there. That curtain. It swings across the back. So it's going to look pretty funky. There's a big stage, and there's lots of really interesting acts. They've not got that many big names in, really, or no big names in the show tomorrow, really. Um, They've just got lots of interesting people. They had the big names last year. Yeah, they had all like. 
they had all the WJF big names last year. This year they're going for variety. And uh, I see Dave Proctor and some skateboarders doing some skateboarding and um, be so BMXing. Cool. So maybe we're going to have that in the show tomorrow. What do you think? Some BMXing yeah, stuff? Unicycling? And it will be so cool to actually have a show where you don't know every single act. I yeah. think tomorrow it will really be a new show for me. Yeah. Yeah. You've not seen Peter Irish? You've not seen uh, the uh, Sharp Brothers? We really we've seen Senmaru, the, the Japanese guy. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, but I haven't actually seen his show. I saw him getting you dressed and undressed. Oh, you didn't actually see them perform? I don't think so. So anyway, update tomorrow after the public show, I think, because uh, it's going to be interesting. We're not going to go to the games. We're not going to do anything tomorrow. I'm going to go to the games. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. I am actually going to go to the uh, the Kendama Championship, so maybe an update after the Kendama. I won't go there. I've been doing a speed cha- challenge, ten tricks in the shortest amount of possible time to, for a Kendama Kendama's uh, Jochen's over there. He doesn't know what a kendama is. It's a bo- stick with a ball attached on a string or something. That's Hall's favourite yeah. thingy prop. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that one. Okay. So anyway, uh, another update tomorrow and some some highs and lows of the convention so far. So catch you later. So here we are, our second and probably our last uh, update from the BJC. Definitely Definitely the last update of the BJC because there's no more official events taking place or anything like that. So we left you pretty much on the uh, on the Friday night talking about the uh, uh, the British Young Juggle of the Year show. And um, oh, let me actually just bring up some notes here that I had because I was just I mentioned you know I wrote down some things that I enjoyed um, about uh, about that sort of time just as I was uh, sitting there watching it. One thing I was watching John Pete, winner of the By Jotty a few years ago, and it's one of those times when you just look at someone and the juggle Juggling isn't funny, but you just laugh because it's so interesting to see. And he's like really sort of inspired me with three balls because it's it's been a long time since I've uh, just managed to sit and watch one person do three balls for like 40 minutes without repeating a trick. The last time that happened was Stefan Singh, like way back in like 2003, maybe at the Svenborg EJC. And there's a great video of it online. John Pete is doing stuff, of course, very different style, but of the same kind of like and like you just watch it and you think, wow, everything he's doing is new. Everything he's doing is interesting so I really enjoyed that also I checked the emails that night as well and uh, for an email from Jack and it said hi Luke uh, did you do a review of the BJC in Doncaster I would look forward to it it says and especially for Polar uh, love and world peace I I heard a woman was giving a thousand hugs to random people I recommend you look at this link here but of course YouTube is blocked here in the gym and that's from Jack so um, yes yeah, so love and world peace Okay, yeah. We'll check this. So anyway, yes, there is an update from the BJC. And thanks for emailing me at the BJC telling me that you're looking forward to it, which is uh, which is great. So then let's go. Uh, Friday night. Was there a renegade Friday night? Do you see a bit of stuff? Uh, no, I haven't seen something. I saw it last night. No, no, no. You said you saw West Peden and Megan and stuff do stuff on stage. Yeah, but that wasn't a renegade. Oh, it wasn't a renegade. It was a show. I didn't see that show at all. Oh, yeah. It was a show and it was good. Good. Anyway, so next next up, next thing is... Uh, <laughs> well, there's nothing to say about it, really, I guess. Next up is the uh, Kendama Championship. So I went along there, and through the week, or uh, through the last few days, um, like Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I entered into the Speed Challenge, which was the first ten tricks of the trick ladder uh, with a Kendama as quickly as possible. 
And uh, so I, I did that, and I actually missed out a place in this final by half a second. Somebody beat my team, my time by half a second, so I didn't get into the final for that. But I did put and myself. Then I lost you one. Place. No, no, no. This was for that was for the main event. In the main event, I went through and I managed to get through the tricks, and then I went into the the next, like the advanced level, and there was only nine people got through there, and I was knocked out first. So I got like joint ninth place um, because I I hadn't actually tried these tricks before. I had to like learn it as I was going and trying it on stage for the first time, um, and. Uh, and then I left to do stuff for the show, for the public show. And then, because there was a, a, a joint ninth place, there was a playoff. And, and Pola was called up on stage. And you thought... Yeah, because I thought I'll just get Luke's prize. I didn't listen at all. I was ch uh, chatting to Luke Wilson. And I thought, I'll just pick up your prize. But then I had actually to, to yeah. fight for that place. Uh, and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! But I won something, and it's mine now. But the, it was a very interesting event. The speed challenge was really good fun to see them going head to head with the uh, with the speed challenge, and the actual trick ladder was good. Um, Tom Derrick got knocked out in the uh, in the first round, and he's really good at Kandama. He was one of the members of Team KD, uh, the sort of organisers of it, and uh, and I beat him because I got ninth, and he was like down at. 15th or something like that, which is pretty cool. But way out ahead, completing all of the tricks in the trick ladder was Stevoid, the Void himself. Um, and he, he gets this... So we have another um, yeah. Jason Garfield show. Yeah, no, not show, but no. award, you know, award. for organizing a, organizing a competition or an and event, winning it. entering it and winning it yourself. So uh, well, congratulations for Void, because it was a very interesting event, and it gave us something to do while the big hall was closed... Um, because they were setting up for the show in the main juggling space. And there was a parade going on and games, but the games were postponed. Um, so let's, let's just fast forward, really, because we didn't do a whole lot in the afternoon except just hang out and juggle and do the technical run-through to the show itself. Polar, thoughts on the main show? Um, I was really excited beforehand because I didn't know any of the acts, or nearly none of the acts, and that doesn't happen very often on a, on a convention show. It's really strange, actually, that we're at a show and we haven't seen many. I've seen a few of them before, but Polo had only ever seen Lorenzo, who was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw Lorenzo, of course I saw you, and I... No, he hadn't seen me because, well, let me just explain it. There was a whole, the pro drop thing was a, it was a fashion, like, catwalk-style juggling team from Berlin. And there was the three of them, Flo, Jürg, and Doreen. But then Doreen dropped out a few weeks ago, about, about three weeks ago or something like that. Um, yeah. I can't remember how, how long ago it was. But um, so uh, they asked me to step in at the last minute because Doreen was performing, going off somewhere and performing with the Gandinis. Uh, so I said, yes, I'll step in. And so I got myself a costume and we strutted around. We were first on, so we strutted around on stage. Sandra got you a costume. Yes, yeah, Sandra. The fashion designer of that product. Yeah. So we have a real fashion, professional fashion designer doing our costumes and, uh, and we strut around on stage. And it was really funny because normally when I'm on stage I sort of like play with the audience a lot. But this time I was just purely in the male model acting mode and sort of trying to fit with the other guys. And uh, quite a few people didn't realise it was me until a few minutes into the act. They just didn't recognise me because I was being serious on stage. Even Dave Barnes said, like, I walk on stage first and then go back up again. It was only the second time that I came out on really? stage and actually started juggling that he, uh, that he actually recognised it was me, which I thought is quite funny. Next up, who was next up? Where was, um, ooh, hey. Tiff. Yes, who did a very Jay Gilligan-inspired routine, and he unashamedly really, says really cool. it was really good. He is—I've not seen him 
perform live since he performed in the Bajotti back in 2005. And then he did, yeah, he did a long routine, but now he's really rocking. He had a very clean routine, but then the routine itself, it didn't matter if it was a bit messy. In the same style of Jay Gilligan, you know, of the sort of attitude on stage, he had a Parker coat on. It was, I was very impressed with that. Next up was... He didn't lose his character once. No, no, he stayed in it. Even when he came out on stage in the finale, he didn't clap at all. He just stood there at the back with his arms crossed and sort of just nodded slightly and did a single hand clap, which is really cool. So Tiff, uh, another crush for me of the convention. Next up was an aerial act. I can't remember the name, but it was Yam uh, from Israel and... And Leo? Leo from Sweden, I think. Leo? Anyway, I did uh, acrobatics training with Yam, and, uh, and I know she was good at doing aerial stuff. It's the first time I've ever seen her perform, and it was really oh, good. Oh, it's the girl you did the... The I training. Did, I did acrobatics did training with her for four months. Why where you, where I, you why I knew yeah. her, her, like, her face so well. Yeah. And I thought it's from the Israeli convention, which is. It is, it there, yeah. yeah. So, but, so we've seen it there. And this was, I think, my surprise. So if we go through a high, low, girl, crush, bane kind of surprise stuff, this was my surprise that it was a string dangling routine where I was interested in every single thing that happened. You me know, there, What? Me neither. You, you too. Yeah, you Me, me neither means me you weren't. Me too. <laughs> Except, of course, the last thing, because the last thing is she, she falls down and wraps herself around, and at the end it's just like, meh. It but by the end of that, she'd earned the right for me to just go, meh, and yeah, still really enjoy it. It was about the last trick, because the last trick was the most boring trick of because the Because it's, it's the normal last up the trick. string <laughs> thing down. But they did a lot of really interesting stuff, a lot of interesting posing. And uh, yeah, Leo, or whatever really his name, nice. he was a bit of a contortionist, so when he was dangling, that was pretty cool as well. Um, oh, there's Wes. Hey, Wes. Um, so... Uh, and uh, what else was I saying? Next up was... Who was next? Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the uh, B-Sharp guys, the, the Sharps brothers. Jacob Sharps, I think it was. He comes out and does a solo routine. It's actually the first time he's performed that routine. Um, and it was very good. It started off really good. But by the end, he was struggling a bit with the two Diabolos and then struggling a bit with the three Diabolos under the low ceiling. Yeah. Three Diabolo the Yeah, of the, of the Started off fantastic, but, you know, he could have yeah. just cut a minute or two off the routine and it would have been really good. Then finally, the most famous man from the whole... Of, uh, of Japan, we had Senmaru, who we saw, we performed with at the Bamberg Festival last year, I saw a bit of his stuff, uh, but of course, in Germany, he didn't perform in a comedy character, and he came out on stage, and he just said, okay, I will do some traditional Japanese tricks, and he got out his mobile phone and goes, first, taking photos, <laughs> and it carries on like that, he did lots of comedy about being Japanese, and saying, name the most famous person from Japan and of course nobody can think of a single famous person from Japan I was going to think of sh shouting out Ryo Yabe or something but uh, I thought I better not and so then of course he was the most famous person from Japan it was it was a very clever thing I was actually sitting next to Sam Manfi uh, Sam Vines who was the producer and booker of all the acts in the show and she was going I'm not really sure because there's, there's no comedy acts in the show and I was thinking I'm sure Senmaru was comedy show yeah and, and Senmaru was just fantastic his comedy was great but then his skills he did a lot of like uh, like traditional Japanese skills and it's all fantastic. The teapot on the mouth stick, great. The 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 rolling of the stuff on the uh, on the umbrella. Uh, oh no, what do you call that thing? Uh, it's not just an umbrella. It's a um, I can't think of what it is. Yeah, it's an umbrella, but the paper umbrella has got a different name for it. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, parasol, that's it. So it's a ball and a box and a, and a ring on the parasol. And he had this really weird contraption. But really, it was just his character and the way he got it along. No, it was his skills as well, but the character was just and amazing. His laugh. Yeah, and his laugh is a ha, 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 which is pretty cool. Uh, that was the end of the first half. Um, second half. Who started the second half? Can't even remember now. Juggler. Must have been a juggler. Uh, wow. Must have been a good second half. 
Oh, Peter Irish, footbag guy, footbag oh, yeah, legend. Yeah. He was doing his stuff, and this is the guy who does the five, uh, no, six balls at once. He does three on his feet and three in his hands at the same time. He got a huge reaction from the audience, and he sweats like anything. Like he's, he's, it's literally because you're doing a continuous jumping dance move, like really elaborate. And when he did a pirouette, literally a spray of sweat went. <laughs> Which was really like interesting. Marcus Fortner, I think he also really sweats no, on stage. No, Peter, Peter Irish had Marcus Fortner. The thing is, you know, the last trick that Senmaru did, he did this balance with a cup of water on the top, and he spins yeah. the balance and the water goes spraying. It was literally exactly the same thing happened again with Peter Irish, which was really cool. Next up, was it Max Elastic doing contortionism? Yeah, Contortion. Yeah. I didn't like that. I mean, it's good, but it's just that I just don't like looking at contortion. Very good, but... Just not my kind of thing, really, but uh, yeah, a very interesting. With me. It was really good, but I, I just don't like watching it. I know, I just look at it and go, Ugh. but it is one of the only kind of routines that I've seen um, or like that where I actually hear people like retching in the few rows behind us. People going, Ugh, uh, like this and as he did so. It's very unusual that you have a guy doing it. Normally, it's always these girls from China and things. Yeah, it is. It, um, so that was a bit weird. I think Mongolia is the place, the go to place for um, uh, contortionism, I think. I don't know. I must have read it somewhere. Uh, next up, was it the uh, the Sharps brothers again? Yeah, I think so. No, no, we're missing someone out. Who was? Oh no, Lorenzo, who was really good. Oh, yeah. He's getting better and better and better, and he's another really great comedy act as well. Um, again, I could say more about it, but just bonkers hat stuff with one to five hats and a great character, and he's getting much much better at performing in the same style as like he performs with no music, like. Um, like Morgan, you know who Morgan, I mean, they prefer, they've trained at the same circus school, uh, so that's really yeah, cool. And his comedy is now getting on the same level than his hat-tricks. And exactly, that's cool to see. in the same way that Morgan is as well, his, his, uh, his performance is getting at the same level. So he was fantastic. Then it was the Sharps brother who did just absolutely bonkers duo Diablo with up to, was it five Diablos that they did at the end, or was it six Diablos? Five. Five Diablos at the end. One of them did four Diablos for a nice long run, which is really nice to see clean first time. And it was really sickening, because afterwards I was talking to these guys and they said uh, I said how long have you been oh no he said uh, I, we put four Diablos in and I've only been working on four Diablos he said since February it's not even the end of March yet and he's been doing four Diablos since February so that was really really impressive uh, what else was there and, and then it was the final act Eric Borgman I didn't see Eric Borgman because we all the us artists were getting set up to uh, go out and bow backstage now the story behind this if you saw him and you and you thought he was a bit ropey on stage which I think is a general uh, general thing the skills are good he, he was having had a bad night his props were lost and when because by the airline so his props uh, and costume and all his uh, props and stuff arrived uh, just after the intermission so he couldn't do any technical setup he couldn't do any run through with the lights and stuff because he didn't have his equipment they actually sent people out to buy himself uh, buy a, a, another set of five footballs for him to perform on stage so it was a pity that the the act i mean the show ended like that but then the big finale donald grant was hosting and he did a really good job didn't he i, I think yeah. he did really yeah. good you know he just got that. through it and he had some really bad puns and some silly kendama tricks but really he was just getting through his stuff you know and just uh, and just introducing the acts in a in a pretty pretty interesting and cool way i'm not sure how many people could uh, understand him one you know when uh, the uh, jacob sharp finished his act and and donald grant comes on and said um he should practice 
you know, or he's got some practicing to do. And that's what I thought he heard him say. And that's really funny that Donald Grant is telling someone who's just done three Diabolos on stage that he should practice more. But actually, it, that isn't what he said. It was his really weird accent. He said, I should practice more. But everyone in the audience heard he should practice more. So the joke... I, I understood it, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it was just where I was sitting over there and a few people actually thought that as well that I talked to. But otherwise, really good show. Uh, we had a bit of a droppy time, but I, uh, everyone, it's, oh, everyone I talked to has given some good reactions reaction to it uh, and it was always great when you'd see a public show is that once they cleared the hall and everyone starts juggling again you see people doing takeouts and you see people trying the tricks and you see people doing the tricks that the Diablos are doing and you see people like doing Peter Irish's uh, footbag juggling tricks and and Lorenzo's hat maneuvers and you actually see people trying it and there wasn't a single kind of WGF kind of sports juggling high energy kind True, of juggling yeah. there was no five club back crosses actually there was no solo five club juggling at all Tiff did some seven ball stuff but it wasn't in the sort of like the ta -ta 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 kind of style it was just a very very varied show with people doing all kinds of skills from all over the end all over the world and it was one of my favourite BJC shows for a long time just because it was so varied and so interesting I would have expected more like more from the audience I mean they didn't applaud for a long time after the show finished and I expected them to really go on and shout and scream and yeah but I think it, it was just the venue because there was so much empty space around the stage I think that was just down to the venue itself um, one second Donald's over there Donald Donald so Donald's coming over now, we'll, uh, we'll maybe speak to him about the show. But otherwise, yeah, a really great show. And like I say, I think it's going to be a big influence here. One second. Uh, quick, Phil, while Donald comes over, because I want a few... so funny. I know, he just, he, he can't walk. Oh, he's bringing a chair over. A pink chair. A pink chair. Ooh. So, uh, oh yeah, if anyone's wondering why my voice is a bit bad, I haven't slept. I slept for about 45 minutes since yesterday morning. Hey, Donald, quick word about the show. How do you think the show went from your point of view? Oh, my point of view was from backstage, but uh, I think it all went really well. Technicians rocked. Uh, Evelyn looked good. Uh, Sam did a great job of uh, putting all the acts in it. Made my job really easy. Cool stuff. That's all we wanted to hear, really, because just, we just wanted your... Because we haven't really been talking to lots of artists, so we thought we'd get the, the host of the show's opinion. Thank you very much. That'll do. I mean, a big build-up for calling you over for that. Anyway, so that was the that was the public show, which is pretty cool. Then uh, oh, Donald's walking away, and then it was pretty much lots of drinking and stuff, and and sitting around. And uh, oh no, there was a renegade. I did three ball routine, and there was a juggle jam. But I don't think there was a lot to say about that, except that the one thing I really enjoyed doing is getting up on stage, and people, are, oh, it's Luke again. And you get me saying, hear it for Luke, Aaron, Greg hosting. Hear it for Luke, and people go, mm, and they just go, well, I'm going to do a three ball routine, and I know it's good. And by the end of it, everyone's like, what? And like really rock because you know I really it's, enjoyed that people could talk with you. Yes, people have seen the routine so many times, but maybe half of the people in the audience had never seen it. Well, probably more than half the people in the audience hadn't seen it before. Maybe only seen it on video. So I, yeah, I just enjoy I enjoy performing a routine that I just know is going to get a good reaction, even if people are sick of me at the convention already because I've just hosted games and. Uh, and uh, by Jotty before. Anyway, that brings us to this morning. Um, I woke Paul up a bit too early and missed breakfast, or too late and missed breakfast. I can't remember what it was after staying up all night chatting. And I also uh, organised picking up all the crap in the hall, which was quite interesting. The way you do that is you just pick up a bag and start picking up cans, and then other people go, oh, oh let me help, let me help, let me help. So then they start picking up green bottles and someone else starts picking up brown bottles. And, you know, and very soon, within about 20 minutes, the whole the hall is cleared of crap. Um, 
And yes. now it's full again. And now it's full of crap again, yeah. Uh, no, then, 12 o'clock was a show. This is the thing that we really want to talk about because Polo's really enthusiastic about it. was the goodbye show um, with uh, Peter Aubrey and Wes Peden who were doing their duo show. Lots of musical stuff, lots of fantastic juggling. Polo, um, just go for it. I don't know what to say. I just really, 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 really enjoyed it. It was so much variety, even if it was... It was, in a way always the same stuff but in so much variety and I don't know what I enjoyed more like if it was like Peter doing the music or Peter juggling or Wes juggling or just them playing with each other and and being really spontaneous yeah I mean you could see that they had a great time on stage and that they really enjoyed to do it together like the two of them and I think there's nothing better that you can have than two people enjoying working together yeah and the, but they're both excellent as well i mean both of them yeah, what they're of doing of course i mean i and thought the, i don't have to yeah, mention yeah i'm not saying but i'm just saying it's it's really great i mean uh, you just said oh it's like uh, when they first started with um, a little bit of manipulation uh, with these two rings by uh, interesting two rings stuck together two rings by uh, peter and then uh, you said it was a bit like uh, jay and no, eric not that one I no, no, I'm just saying one. when they when they when because uh, Peter was doing music with a harmonica, yeah, and and Wes was doing kind of spontaneous, yeah. just prop throwing around, yeah, and that I reminded think it was me, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> but it looks spontaneous, yeah, exactly, that's yeah. what I mean, and yeah. that's what Jay does, yeah, um, and there was that show of Jay and Eric, and it reminded me of that. Yeah, the uh, Novu Novu remix or the yeah, Reflex wheel drive. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, with, with Eric on drums. So that was what it sort of started off at. But they've taken it to another level with a live musician and a live juggler playing at the same time because, you know, Peter is a fantastic guitar player. He's got his looping machine where they play looped music into it and he's and a he's bass player. He's so sweet. And he's really sweet. But they've taken it to another level because then he starts singing a song and starts singing along and sort of saying, Wes doing six swings, six swings, six swings, six swings, six swings, stops. But then he starts talking about, like, oh, pretty shade. But it's just fitting into the song. And it's like, yeah, but also, it, it's not all scripted because. I think a lot of it is scripted. Of course. But okay. bits in it yeah. weren't. I think, no, of course, when they drop and when they try different stuff was. But it was really great how he and started... you could see when Wes was laughing. Yeah. You knew yeah. that Peter said something that wasn't planned. Yeah, but then it, the great thing as well was that the stuff which... which uh, uh, Peter was saying in there with the song that he was playing on the guitar, how he was name-checking people who were watching in the audience. So it was like, Norby, watch Wes juggle rings and learn something. And from talking, the master. Yeah, from the master. And Dave Nager, check this out. And uh, and it's like, oh, Aaron Gregg is a, is a great host, but Luke is the one I love the most and stuff like that. You know, it's actually all these like really funny name-checks and, and checking stuff that was going on. And also he did a great thing, which I've seen Denny Pormier do in a certain way, where you get tubes of different lengths, and when you juggle them, they go... Dong, 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 dong. And he did it so cool. Yeah, I mean, Denny Pormier's done that, but then I Peter has taken that. it just to another level, and it's not just cool, some little uh, pattern of, of notes. It's now like music. He's actually creating music and so on. Oh, someone's just come along with pears, and I like pears. Thank you very much. Ooh, I have a pair. So, um, yeah, no, I'll just have a pair. I, I have to fly home in a bit. Ooh, look at this. No, uh, no I'm going to, because I'll just take this. I'll eat a bit of food. No, 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 because we're traveling now. We can't really. No, no, it's a problem. It's okay. We can edit this out with the podcast. 
Except I'm not, because I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick it up line in like a minute. I think actually from the BJC I'm gonna upload this podcast. So anyway, yeah, I just say that the the Peter the Peter and West show is one of my one of my favourite shows in a gym that I've seen. One of my favourite long two person shows that I've seen for a long time. It's just. One of the favourites I've ever seen. It's definitely a highlight of, of juggling performance just because it's so good. And Wes is so good. And Peter is so good at both juggling and at music. And Wes is so good at pointing. Uh, I didn't I kn- say whom are like, better. No, no, that's music. the thing. Because the music was just as good as the juggling. And it's very rare that that happens in, in, a, in, a, in a show of that kind. So that's really good. Anyway, there's a business meeting after that. Next BJC, maybe Nottingham. Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. I can't remember. Is it Jack who was the organiser? Maybe doing Nottingham. At Nottingham University next year, and then the games with Haggis and Charlie, which was pretty fun. Everyone went outside. The sun is finally shining, and the games were pretty good fun. Lots of I the can standards. See a bottom. Oh wow! Yeah, someone's sitting over there, and what we How call, do you call it? We, we call, call it a builder's bottom. I just wanted to say that um, in German, yeah. Um, Bauarbeiter decolleté. Yeah. So uh, there you go. We don't call it Bauarbeiter's ass, but decolleté. It's yeah. like that bit. Oh, like cleavage, builder's cleavage. Mm, yeah, maybe that's what we call it. Anyway, what we, we're getting distracted now. Oh yes, the games pretty good. I won back cross endurance and lost and, and didn't win anything else. I think I, there was the the club balance endurance. I put a claw on my face and the sky was really bright. And I realised that because I haven't had any sleep, I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I was trying to do it with one eye open, and that's all I could manage. But yeah, otherwise games really good fun. Best trick was good. Combat was good. All that kind of stuff was good. Uh, and it was hosted by Haggis and Charlie, and they were funny as ever. Uh, Charlie's just a really good host when it comes to games. Um, so, yeah, and that brings us to about now. I've had a fantastic convention. Quick highlight from you. High of the convention, Paula? Um, I think this this show, in a way, the last show. Yeah, yeah, I understand. For me, it was. But also, it was like, because um, Nathan and uh, Shona and their children oh, yeah. were over, and I performed for them. Like, Well, it wasn't just for them. I performed in the Friday night show and did a good routine. And... Uh, <laughs> two kids trying to do one hula hoop around the both of them that's never going to work <laughs> wow yeah so I performed to them and the music as I said cut out so then Smiley Guy came on and played his ukulele live and it's one of those sort of like spontaneous the gl- live guy from stuff. last night Renegade did he do Renegade I was did you have a a green little no 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 it was a different it was uh, that's someone else no he had a little ukulele it's the guy who, who plays the saw you wouldn't have seen him though so that was really my highlight for the spontaneous live music to my show and the show went pretty good as well another high another highlight was yesterday the group photo that we took like oh, yeah. last night we, we wanted to have a photo <laughs> with three people or so and then we decided oh you come on on to the photo and in the end I think we were 25 or 30 people because we just called random people over and had that big 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 group photo that I hope they will send to me it's polabrendle at yahoo.com is it someone Thank who you. listens to the podcast yes she said she, li- she always listens to the podcast oh that's it's cool Lisa. hi Lisa hey Lisa um, so that's cool uh, so yeah that's my highlight low of the convention I don't really have it because oh, all what? my highest hosting a show oh yeah yeah that was really cool of course I have, I have lots of other highs but I just picked out the one that stands out in my mind which was yeah like, which like, is that mm. the me, me hosting yeah. a show yeah, and I got uh, a lot of con- compliments Good, because you did, did a really a good, good job. job. Yeah, you did a really good job. Um, low of the convention. I don't really have a low, because like I was trying to say, uh, the, uh, everything that I was uh, did, which was low, and I thought, oh, this is really bad, it turned into a high, because it's like it turned into an opportunity to talk with some people or have a juggling session here when I've got a bit of time and things. So not really a low of the convention. Have you got a low? Rain? Oh, yeah. That's more no, of a bane. bane. Yeah. So goal of the convention, mine was actually not to do as much as I did, oh. but also to do a good job of the stuff that I did. So I, I succeeded that I... 
did everything well that I wanted to do, but I failed that I actually did more than I wanted to do. If you understand, because I, I ended up doing more shows on Renegade and the shows, you know, and hosting um, and organizing the fight night, which is which is good. I enjoyed doing it, and it's a highlight. The fight night was a highlight because I won, of course. Um, but uh, but I, I didn't want to. Yeah, we did it together. Uh, goal? You had a goal, or just to host the BJ by Jotty? Yeah, my my goal was to to host something, mm-hmm. and I did with you the fight night and mm-hmm. the by Jotty. Um, another goal was to juggle a lot, or like more a plan. Did you? No, not at <laughs> all. I mean, that completely didn't work. <laughs> oh well. My my crush of the convention is Senmaru, definitely. Um, I'm sure other people as well, but Sanmaru just because of his performance. Oh, and Wes and Peter just for their last show. They've they've sort of and because it's just because it's very recent. I'm sure there must have been a crush from earlier on, but they they're my recent. And Luke Holgarten for his routine, his excellent routine in the British Young Juggler of the Year show. My crush are all the British Young Jugglers. They were all really all really cool. Good job. Bane of the convention for me. Don't I'm not sure I have one. Maybe just the weather and also the the hall being closed on the Saturday, which is such a such an annoying thing with the main venue is, is closed and you've got to find something else to do. But it turns out that the, the school hall was pretty big and there's plenty of space over there for any jugglers who wanted to juggle there. My bane was the rain mm-hmm. and the, dif- the time changes because I completely got lost twice because of the t- time change. Yeah, flying over and then the, time, the clocks yeah, went back and today. and this today. Yeah. I had my, my alarm set the wrong time. Yeah. And surprise? Uh, surprise... No, not really. No? Oh, I would have one, but I won't say that now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not go into the surprise. <laughs> but let's just say, for reasons that we won't go into, Flo and Polar slept in the same bed last night. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Polar has, yeah, has nothing to say about that. Nothing dodgy going on um, no, on our thing is, um, it's not... Let's not go into it. Okay. <laughs> let's just not go into it. So, um... No, I uh, just wanted to say something funny, which okay. isn't about the other people. Uh, okay. Um... Flo knocked on the door and I thought it would be Luke. So I went to the door and said, Luke, to check if it's him. And he said, no, it's Flo, but I, I want to sleep in the bed. And I said, okay, no problem. Just wait a few seconds because I'm naked and I want to be in bed first. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. <laughs> but it's true. Well, that was interesting. I, I always sleep naked. <laughs> Well, let, let, me just, let me just say that, yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to bed last night. World and peace and love. <laughs> Ever, hug a thousand people. Oh, yeah, I did last night. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> oh you hugged one person a thousand times. A thousand times. times. Yeah. Anyway, enough about um, Flo and uh, Polar's tryst in the night. Um, Where yeah, are you, by the way? I was just hanging out in the hall with um, random people. Uh, I, learned how to, I learned how to do the two-wheeled um, uh, snakeboard really, really well. Oh yeah, other things. I bought some new props, which are cool. Some new Diablos, and then I won a That's Diablo. That's new. And uh, <laughs> I bought some cigar boxes. So look out for a new cigar box routine for me, unless I sort of get sick of them um, in a week. And uh, for me, out. yeah, maybe. Polar. Thing is, they only cost two pounds each from the like the uh, the the sale bins at the end of the convention. So two pounds for four. <laughs> no, it's eight pounds for four cigar boxes. And a new boxes. knife. And a new okay. a new juggling. Yeah, from that was a five pound knife. So. Um, and that's about it. Oh, yeah, my surprise that the string dangling routine was, like, really good. You know, I was expecting something good because it was, like, Sam was booking it in the BJC, but it turned out to be 
surprisingly a lot more interesting the than court? any the string dangling the um the cordelise the oh, yeah. the, the aerial cool. act yeah they were cool so that's about it really that wraps up our bjc coverage thanks a lot for all the emails we seem to have a spate of emails saying hey keep doing the podcast um and that's really why we do it for your feedback really because we don't get like pretty much we don't get anything out of this uh it's great to we need a new mp3 player a, a mini disc recorder no but this is good recording it straight onto the laptop it just did do the the eye thing how do you say that I have no idea what you're talking about. Winking. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. can't see it, so I see Yeah, it. but we're, so if you want someone else to give us a... I actually think of an M-Audio, so if anyone <laughs> buys us an M-Audio MP3 recorder, that would be really cool, because then I can stick it straight across on USB and Firewire. Anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, keep sending in emails, because uh, we love the encouragement, and some really good ideas for show topics um, from quite a few people. I'll try and get to them in the future. I was really wanting to do more interviews here at this convention, but I've just been so busy, and everyone's been really busy, I've just not been able to get as many uh, interviews as possible uh, or any <laughs> interviews at all unfortunately but we've got some great topics for podcasts coming up in the future some more workshops loads of people keep asking me about practicing 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 what about practicing with juggling so yeah, I'll definitely do you I'll should do it more no. yeah I should practice more no no I did some good routines here I don't drop a lot Silence. Okay, so uh, that's going to be the end of this. So hopefully you've enjoyed our recap and our review. Um, I, it's not been a live report as we've gone along, but it's been a it's been a two part review. Oh, it's live. Yeah, now we it's live. live. And we're watching people uh, juggle live. and and pass. And there's someone swinging meaty around, which looks like a complete loon. Um, and there's Dave Nagel over there doing one club drops. Look at that. Oh no, you got it that time. Uh, so it's it's really it's been a really fantastic convention. I would rate this definitely as a gold uh, star convention for me. So it's up there with sort of like the best BJCs and EJCs and Berlin conventions and Dutch conventions and other conventions that I've been to. It really is a fantastic one. And the show, um, even Mike Armstrong said it was one of the strongest shows at the BJC for many years. And I am inclined to agree with him. And uh, there he is down there. With us. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's actually quite interesting just sitting here checking people out. Anyway, Polar, your mobile phone is going. Your mobile phone is going. So, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.